0: And now, the best of Pete Price, the best of Pete Price, on Radio City
1: 96.7. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got a man here with, I don't know, it's got to be the most interesting job in the world. I have a blank piece of paper because I don't know (laughs) what to say. I'm so excited. Kevin Kern is the director of PR for Elvis Presley Enterprises. Kevin, first of all, welcome.
0: Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here
1: what a hell of a job.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I I worked in television news before working for Elvis and, um, you know, in TV news, it's all about you and me, as you well know, being on the radio. But, you know, uh, when the job came open, I was like, I'm going to apply for that. That's a pretty cool job. And, you know, it, it, I, you can always get another job as a reporter somewhere else if it doesn't work out. But this has been a fascinating journey. And here I am in Liverpool
1: installing an exhibit in which, the Beatles' hometown. Which we'll talk about in a moment because there's too much to talk about. There is. Before that, before yes. that. First of all, you're too young to know who Elvis is.
0: I was born a year after Elvis Presley passed away. And it's just a testament to his lasting legacy. Elvis lives even today. And, and you know, it's just, it's just amazing. How far his legacy still reaches, and he never even toured outside North America. And to see his popularity around the world uh, today, and especially in Europe, we have hundreds of thousands of visitors to Graceland every year, and about 20% are f- outside the US, majority from Europe, and many from the UK.
1: So, what did the job, um, what was the job description? What was it?
0: The job was spokesperson. And uh, oftentimes what I do is I, I work with the media. You know, Elvis is, is very busy, it's, and it's just beyond Graceland, the tourist attraction in Memphis. Just last week, Elvis launched, uh, a, a, dropped a new album called Elvis Presley, Young Man with the Big Beat. It's kind of a, a compilation of alternate takes from the studio along with some recreation of artifacts from our archives. Uh, there's a show in Las Vegas called Viva Elvis by Cirque du Soleil. We have the Elvis Cruise Uh, We've got a lot going on with The King of Rock and Roll, so I'm involved with a lot of that. Also, uh, merchandising of of Elvis, uh, the merchandise you see on the store shelves, we're involved with that. So I'm helping promote that in addition to Elvis Presley's Graceland in Memphis, which we hope folks will come and see. And then then we work with our partners like the Beatles Story Museum.
1: Now, doing a job like this and not knowing Elvis at the beginning because you weren't Mm -hmm. born, you've grown to... To know and love somebody you'll never meet and never knew, really. Exactly. Working
0: for Elvis Presley Enterprises in Graceland, you you know you you come to to treat Elvis like a family member. You're very protective, and, uh, and you know. And I, pre- you know, before even working there, I had a tremendous respect and love for Elvis Presley and the Presley family in Graceland for what it's done for my city. Uh, you know. Elvis put Memphis on the map, just like the Beatles put Liverpool on the map. You know, both Memphis and, and Liverpool were big, tremendous trade ports before the Beatles and Elvis came along. But, you know, uh, those two groups put our cities on the map. And and that, that you know, I can go anywhere in the world and say I'm from Memphis. I don't have to say Tennessee or United States of America. People know where I'm from, and that's because of Elvis. And,
1: yeah, and that is great, isn't it? Because we can go to Liverpool. Oh, Beatles. Exactly. So, so we've exactly. both got exactly the same thing in and, common.
0: And our cities you know, have a thriving tourism industry today because of Elvis and the Beatles. And that's valuable money that's coming into our cities because of this lasting legacy that they've left behind and they've shared their music with the world and people come back to see where it all started.
1: So who owns Elvis? Who um, is the Who are the benefactors?
0: I... Uh, Lisa Marie Presley uh, owns a portion of the company still today uh, we have a parent company called CKX Incorporated and they own the likes of things like American Idol Muhammad Ali uh, things like that uh, but you know we're we're a, a separate company we, we do our thing uh, very little interference and in, in, uh, in our primary objective is promoting the life and legacy of Elvis Presley and uh, we do that by inviting folks to come see Elvis Presley's Graceland in Memphis it's a fascinating tour um, you not only see where Elvis Presley Lived. We call it the King's Castle or the White House of Rock and Roll, and and you walk through the front door just as Elvis did, and you see uh, the furnishings as he as he sat down on them. It, it's just truly amazing. But you also learn the story of 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 elvis but also american music and rock and roll and where it came from you know elvis was that shot heard around the world in terms of a music revolution in 1954 when he re- recorded that first hit that's all right at sun studio in memphis and we tell that story of the rise of rock and roll
1: any idea how many people have passed through the house
0: we've had around 17 million visitors Um, Since Grayson opened for tours in 1982, we average around, at this point, 600,000 visitors from all corners of the globe. 20% are from outside the United States, and we offer our tour in eight languages for that reason.
1: Wow. Because we don't realize, do we? Well, you do, because you're near it, but I mean, it's a little bit like the Beatles as well. We don't realize that there are people out there that have never got over his death, have never stopped going to Memphis, Mm -hmm. have never stopped playing, worshipping and loving the man.
0: Right. You know, we we have a, a variety of fans. You know, you've got uh, what we call the fan addicts and then you've got the fans and then you've got the music appreciators and everybody else. And, you know, you love and cherish the fan addicts because, you know, they're the ones who keep the candle burning bright. Uh, but, you know, Elvis does a lot of the work himself as well. Um, he's one of the top earning uh, deceased celebrities. He actually out earned Madonna last year, according to Forbes magazine. So uh, Elvis stays pretty busy. He's He's a powerful force in the entertainment industry well after 34 years after he passed away and it's just amazing and uh and there's so many similarities between elvis and the beatles and memphis and liverpool uh we could go on all night but i know you don't have that much time
1: oh i've got all the time <laughs> in the world for this one do you ever get sick of looking at uh, at his home
0: you know, no, I don't. You know, uh, Graceland has, has become a bit of a second home for me. You know, you, when, you know, I, I have a key to the mansion and, uh, you know, I, I don't hang out there or anything like wow. that. Wow, But you I, have a
1: k- stop. You have <laughs> a key to the mansion.
0: I do, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I handle media and we do after hour shoots or we try to do shoots before tours get started. So, um, you know, I have a key to the mansion and and when you walk in and, and, and turn the alarms off, it, it's it's like being at home in a way. And it's, it's, it's such a cool feeling. It's, it's so... Amazing, but it, it's uh, I, I love what I do for a living, um, and I, I love representing uh, my hometown as well, Memphis. It's it's a great city. It's not you know, I'll, Memphis is more than just Elvis. It's barbecue blues, rock and soul. It's a lot of things, and and I'm proud to be a Memphian, uh, as I know a lot of folks are proud to be Liverpoolians, as I've learned you're called.
1: Is the um, how small or big?
0: Um, The house was quite large by the standards of 1957 when Elvis purchased the home uh, and the 13 surrounding acres for a little over 100,000 U.S. dollars, earned by the sales of his first gold record, Heartbreak Hotel. Uh, But however, by by today's modern day standards, it's quite small. It is 17,000 square feet. I don't know how that converts to the metrics for you guys over here. But 17,000 square feet is still a lot of space in the United States. But when you walk up to the home, it does come across. Is small compared to today's MTV cribs that you would see on television, but back then it was quite the mansion and still is a mansion on a hill to us.
1: As a PR man, what's your take on uh, the conspiracy theorist that he is still alive?
0: I mean, you know, it's you know, conspiracy theorists like that are are, are hurtful to the family, you know, because they lost a family member um, that did pass away. And, you know, it, it, you know, those those are conspiracy theories that sell tabloids. Um, But, you know, you know, Elvis has has had a great career and uh, after his passing. So um, I think if he were alive, he'd be here. He wouldn't miss it. (laughs) He he wouldn't miss it. He wouldn't miss it. He wouldn't share it on all of the great success he's had. But, you know, um, you know, Elvis passed away on August 16th of 1977. It was a tragedy. And uh, but you know today we, we, we celebrate his life and legacy on that day as thousands of fans gather at the gates of Graceland and hold a candlelight vigil.
1: I just remember as an older man the fact that you're not old oh, no older <laughs> oh, certainly older than you. Um, I, I always remember that the fact that he was banned from television for wiggling. I just thought that was so outrageous. It is you know and you look
0: back at those Ed Sullivan and, yes. and, and Steve Allen performances of you know getting banned from television or, or film from the waist up because he was so controversial um you know he had it was a you know it was more than just a music revolution it was a sexual revolution at the same time as well and 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 then you look at television today and you just what were they thinking What you know <laughs> what was so vulgar about him swiveling his hips but you know it, it he again it was part of a revolution what he did was so different and what he did then has, has allowed stars of today, like Rihanna, to do her thing, and and, and Justin Timberlake as well, who's from Memphis, to, to, you know, he broke the mold. He broke the mold, he broke the records, and, and still does it today. And, and a lot of the artists, um, you know, have Elvis to thank for opening those doors. And as, as, as uh, John Lennon said, before Elvis, there was nothing. And, uh, you know, Elvis had a tremendous impact on the Beatles. And uh, and that's one of the reasons why we're here in Liverpool today.
1: Is there any memorabilia that's been found still? Is there any out there that we don't know about?
0: You know, we we occasionally find things. um, You know, we've completely catalogued the house. uh, But, you know, I'll give you a great example of something that we found not long ago. And that was uh, in between two phone books in Elvis's father's office, which is not directly at Graceland Mansion. It's kind of just behind it. It's on the tour path in a filing cabinet in between two phone books from the 50s. uh, They decided they finally got around to this filing cabinet, took these two old but look like phone books out. In between the two was a 1956 TV guide which came out every week. It was the first one Elvis was ever on the cover of. Um, it's so rare that TV Guide does not even have a pristine copy like we have. It's valued at well over fifty thousand dollars. And you know, and we kind of didn't even know that we had it. So there's still a sense of discovery, even just a couple of weeks ago. You know, we have over a million documents in our collection that we're still cataloging, that we that we scan, that we write conditioning reports on. We found um a a, a, a telegram from the Beatles manager to Elvis and Colonel parker his manager just two weeks ago we actually brought it with us and it's now part of our, our new exhibit that we'll be talking about shortly
1: we'll talk about it right now because i mean there's so much to ask there you. is i, could, I know on. It, it's just <laughs> it's a fascinating job and one more question before we talk about here no problem did it take you a long time to learn everything about oh, it
0: true. did you know and and it was um you know it was a lot of reading but really for me uh, I just had to immerse myself in it. And and that's how a part of why I wound up here to talk with the Beatles story exhibit that we're installing was I immerse myself in every aspect of what we do at the company from the licensing of products to um, the putting together of, of exhibits. And I felt the way that I could best. Tell the media about the exhibits is to help put them together, and um, and that's how I learned a lot about Elvis Presley. You know, there was a lot of reading involved, of course, as well, and but then also talking to his bandmates and best friends and family members. You you learn more about the man. Um, you know, and oftentimes I get ask questions what would Elvis think and you know I can't answer a question for Elvis but you know we can we can get a great idea that he would just be totally blown away and just totally appreciative of of his success even today of how he, he, he his legacy and his music are still celebrated
1: what's his daughter like
0: um, Lisa Marie is a pleasant person, you know, and it, she has even been living in England for a short period over here recently, uh, left the States to kind of get away from uh, the paparazzi. She's very pleasant. She loves her father. She loves the fans uh, because she knows there are so many dear fans that still appreciate her and love her and have supported her. Um, you know, in, in, in growing up, uh, the daughter or son of any celebrity is never an easy life. Especially a great celebrity. Though. Exactly. So, you know, she was always under the microscope, um, but she's, she's pleasant and she's actually working with us. Uh, she's working with us now to help plan a new exhibit at Graceland called Elvis through his daughter's eyes. Uh, well, which that we're, sounds we're, nice. It's, it's very yeah. pleasant. She's very involved with that. And we're opening that in March of, of 2012. Uh, so we're really excited about that. And she's been involved. So she's a pleasure to work with that as is Priscilla, the entire Presley family uh, is involved uh, with, with everything they, you know, they, and they trust us to run day-to-day operations and make the best decisions because, again, we we treat Elvis like he's a member of our own family. I like Priscilla.
1: I she's, like, great. Yeah. she's great. She's great. She's a cracking actress too.
0: She, she is. She's you know she's a great actress. actress and she you know she did our version. I guess we have Dancing with the Stars in the U.S. and you have a similar program over here and, and she did the program and did quite well over there. She's she's got a great sense of humor and just a first-class lady, but also with a great entrepreneurial spirit. You know, she was it was her decision to open Graceland for tours. It was either sell Graceland or open it for tours. It was uh, it, it. cost a great deal of money to operate the home and pay the taxes. And of course, Elvis was deceased and there was no revenue being generated. So she made that decision as an entrepreneur to open the mansion for tours, to invite the public in. And really, when they first opened Graceland, they, they kind of had like a three or four year plan. They thought they'd ha- open it up for four years and that would be it. Nobody knew that. 28 years later, we'd still be taking folks through the front door of Graceland for tours. And and that's a result of Priscilla Presley and her great business mind.
1: If any of you have just joined me, this very pleasant gentleman I'm talking to is Kevin Kern, who is the director of PR for Elvis Presley Enterprises. Now! The big question is,
0: why are you here? <laughs> I'm here because we are doing a joint exhibit between the Beatles Story Museum here in Liverpool and Elvis Presley's Graceland in Memphis. Uh, it, it may sound crazy, but it, it's not because Elvis influenced the Beatles tremendously. Uh, Elvis had a great appreciation for the Beatles. He recorded uh, and played their songs in concert, and the two even eventually met. Uh, at Elvis's Bel Air, California home in 1965. It was uh, Elvis and the Beatles, and uh, and Priscilla Presley was there as well, August 27th. And uh, it was kind of, it was very organic in a sense. Um, a press agent uh, and the managers tried to set this up and have cameras there, and, and the Beatles nor Elvis wanted to do that. They just wanted to get together and meet each other and kind of have a chit-chat, maybe a jam session if it evolved to that. No pictures were taken, no film was taken. There's like one picture that, we, that really exists from the day, and that's when they're leaving. And it's not even Elvis and the Beatles posing together. It's everybody else, like Priscilla standing out front waving goodbye. Um, but, you know, it was very organic. And uh, to get ready for this, Elvis actually bought guitars so that they could have a jam session. He had his, uh, uh, an electric uh, Gibson guitar. Or Fender guitar, actually, that he used in Spin Out. And he played on that, bought some guitars for the Beatles, didn't buy a set of, of drums for Ringo, unfortunately. So Ringo had to play pool. But what we did is we actually brought the pool table over. <laughs> So um, I would have brought it with me tonight, but I don't think I could get it up here, up your big tower. But it was quite the uh, ordeal to ship a pool table from the United States to uh, the UK. But we did it. And it's a fascinating exhibit that explores the parallels between the Beatles career and Elvis's career and their influences on each other. And, and also, too, where their legacies are today. Uh, it, it's just amazing. These two superpowers, these global icons of music, the Beatles and Elvis Presley, uh, they go hand in hand. And Never have we taken this many artifacts out of Graceland and put them in one spot, in one place. So we've brought 80 artifacts with us, including that very large pool table, and they're on display in an exhibit called Elvis and Us at the Beatles Story Museum here in Liverpool at the Mersey Ferry Terminal.
1: Where, where did the idea come from? Who approached to?
0: Well, you know, we've had a long-standing relationship with uh, the Beatles Story Museum um, since the early 2000s, and uh, we've always had on loan an artifact um, that kind of uh, still tells the story at the beginning of their exhibit, their, their permanent exhibit of what influenced the Beatles, kind of the, the rise of rock and roll, how they cover it. So every year we bring something different over, be it a leather jacket, a pair of shoes, a guitar. So for the past, I think 11 years, we've been, we've been over here and loaning them a single item. So uh, about a year and a half ago, the decision, the, the idea was floated. Well, what if we did something bigger, and did it for two years, and so out of that evolved this joint partnership between the Beatles Story Museum and Elvis Presley's Graceland, uh, using uh, our artifacts, both of our both museums' artifacts, to tell the story of the Beatles and Elvis, and how the how the two are very similar, the the famous meeting between them, and uh, we've we've per, we've brought over eighty artifacts, everything from Elvis's army coat that he wore in the service during peacetime in Germany. Uh, to some of his guitars, two jumpsuits. One of the jumpsuits we actually brought with us uh, is featured on the cover of Elvis' album On Stage, which uh, features Elvis singing yesterday. Uh, We have the sheet music that the orchestra would have played from yesterday. Uh, We have Elvis's personal Beatles collection records that are on display. So there are a lot of great things that are on display in this wonderful exhibit. And, uh, and you get a taste of both Elvis and the Beatles. So it's a, a journey. It, it truly is a journey. You know, you as you walk into the exhibit, you kind of uh, see and hear music before Elvis and the Beatles. It was very cotton candy, kind of plain, very sweet. And then you kind of come to this pop and that's elvis and and he just there's nothing else like him before elvis and and he just was so different and that's what really impacted john lennon and and, you know he uh, we have quotes up in the exhibit that kind of talk about lennon he was like he could hardly understand what elvis was saying but heartbreak hotel was where he first really was impacted by elvis and couldn't understand what he was saying but he knew whatever this was was just magic coming off the record and uh and and the rest, as they say, is history. And and you kind of see where the Beatles almost tried to look like Elvis uh, at some point. And great photographic comparisons. It, it's I, I wish we had this exhibit at Grayson. I'm I'm quite jealous. It's in Liverpool, so I, I I want to pack it up and take it home with us.
1: It's interesting that you say about the Beatles being influenced. I'm sure virtually every singer in the world from whatever country has taken something from Elvis. He was that important.
0: He was, you know, and we, and we have tons and tons of celebrity visitors from all corners of the globe that come to Graceland uh, be it well-known acts to to small acts you know uh, the other day when I was up up at the mansion with with a media crew, uh, I came across uh, a young couple uh, probably in their early 20s from Georgia. And, and they weren't necessarily Elvis fans, but they were huge Paul Simon fans. And I said, well, why are you here? And they said, well, we're huge Paul Simon fans, and, and there would be no Paul Simon in going to Graceland if there was no Elvis. And, um, and it's so true. So Elvis is, you know, whether... Artists know it or not, they know that you know Elvis opened the doors for them. But there's so many. I mean, Bruce Springsteen, huge Elvis fan. Um, you know, the list goes on and on and on and on. I mean, not long ago, we had Katy Perry and Russell Brand uh, on the front doorstep of Graceland uh, just driving across America. They decided to pop by and, and pay a visit. So you never know who you're going to see at Graceland uh, on any given day.
1: How long have we got the exhibition for? Uh,
0: the exhibition will be in Liverpool for two years. Uh, they're already wanting to extend it by popular demand. And, uh, and uh, you know, who knows? But we, uh, it, it's quite rare for us to let these things come out of Graceland for two years. So while if you're an Elvis fan or just in, into music in general, this is a fascinating exhibit. You hear PR people say this all the time. I'm not lying. You should go see this exhibit. Um, it, it, it's just amazing.
1: You talk about fascinating. i tell you what is fascinating. And I'm certainly not inquiring and wouldn't even push you to talk about money. But to put something like this together... There must be so much involvement with insurance, with right. pers- permission. Mm-hmm. Will they like this? Well, they like that? There must be money changed hands as well. Um, it must be fascinating putting something like this together.
0: Yeah, you know, this is a year-long uh, process. You, you have to hire folks to kind of plan out the exhibit and, and build it out. And you have to clear materials to be played in there. Um, you know, we have to ensure the artifacts for transportation. You have to insure the artifacts while they're here. When they come out of the, before they go into a crate, we have to write a report on them and what they look like. When they come out of the crate, we have to write a report on what they look like when they come out for insurance purposes. So it, it's very taxing, but it, it, it's it's wonderful and uh, and this is a great reason to come visit the Beatles Story Museum in Liverpool. And I, I think this is going to be a tremendous draw um, for Liverpool for folks from around the region. I think folks will come from Ireland and all across. Europe to see this and and this exhibit of course replaces the white feather exhibit that was there for quite some time uh, that the Lennon family was involved with and so we're um, we're replacing a great exhibit with another great exhibit. Do
1: you have lots of exhibitions around the world, or
0: we do not? You know, uh, of this size and this magnitude, no. This is our first in quite some time. We've we've done uh, a bit of a traveling exhibit in Australia before, but nothing of this size and nothing for two years. I mean, uh, we probably would have done a small exposition in Australia for for maybe six weeks. Uh, we did a joint venture uh, with a with a museum in Washington D.C. for about a but it's very small compared to what we've done here and uh, this is a very large exhibit space when you go inside it kind of keeps going you you go from compartment to compartment and it tells an amazing story
1: a lot of english people visit america a lot of people go to gracelands i've got to ask about this because as a great fan of cirque du soleil Mm Um, Beautiful I hear shows. Incredible reports about the Elvis.
0: Yes, uh, we have uh, in February of last year we launched Viva Elvis by Cirque du Soleil at City Center in Las Vegas. It's a fantastic show. Um, Cirque has uh, ch- shows that travel all over the world. They're permanent. They travel, and uh, one of their newest shows is Viva Elvis, and it celebrates the life and legacy of uh, of Elvis Presley through uh, song, music, dance, acrobats. It's fascinating there's even a uh, liverpoolian who helps promote that show no yes i think no. you're good friends with her i believe I am indeed she's, um, and she's her, done a
1: program with at, us and her
0: parents are listening tonight i know so we have <laughs> to give a shout out to the divine family pamela divine um very proud to be a liverpoolian and and promoting the cirque du soleil and the viva elva show along with the beatles love show which is fascinating as well um so uh, liverpool is well represented in in las vegas
1: do you sit down at home when you're not working and pinch yourself at the job you've got because it's a job and a half
0: it is it is a job hard working th- you know, job y- but your, it's a job and a half your wheels never stop turning and you know this is a. Uh, I have one of those things called the blackberry um And there's that red light that always blinks when a new email is there. And sometimes when I wake up in the middle of the night kind of like look over at the nightstand and, and it's blinking because somebody here in the uk has emailed because you're six hours ahead of us um but you know it, work never stops you can go on vacation and it follows you but i don't mind because i love my job um it's fascinating i know there are a million people that love to be where i'm sitting right now across oh. from you talking about Elvis presley so I'm, I'm thankful each and every day you know sometimes it does get a little daunting when when you know you're at work and so you might he- be hearing the music for nine, ten hours a day and then you just go to the grocery store and, and wanna wanna get your, your frozen meal for the evening and then you hear suspicious minds of a loudspeaker and that might annoy some and people. And then you go
1: switch the telly on and Yeah, and, and then, then you on turn again. on the telly. But you know,
0: for me it that it just says, Gosh, you have the coolest job that you know, you can turn on the television or or turn on the radio and, and your boss is there so you know i i, I work for elvis it it, it it doesn't get any cooler you've than also
1: got to be the greatest greatest dinner guest ever
0: <laughs> you know i i do get invited to a lot of dinner parties so that so i can you know i i feel like i sometimes talk too much like i am this evening because they all want to talk about elvis and everybody wants my business card i'm already out of business cards i've been here 17 days now and i'm out of business cards i, f- I think i brought 200 um so you know, the cab driver always wants a business card. You know, um, when I when I hand over my American Express to, to buy a train ticket, and they see Elvis Presley Enterprises, you know, like, oh, I've always wanted to go to. That's on the credit card. It is. It <laughs> is. So, you know, it, it's uh, everybody wants the business card. Now, more than happy oh, to him, and I love so
1: that. <laughs> we just
0: extend the invitation for everybody to come to Grayson, including yourself. You've got uh, to come see us.
1: That's the greatest. That's got to be the greatest talking point. <laughs> Excuse me, if you see this credit card, it's got Elvis on. <laughs> that's fantastic. And people I think always, I'm more impressed with that than anything else tonight. Well, then
0: people also love my email when I, you know, they're like, what's your email? I need to email you. And I say, you know, blah, 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 at elvis.com. They're like, at elvis.com. That's mm. so cool. And, it, and it, yeah. when you take a step back, that yeah, is pretty cool.
1: Kevin, is it difficult, really serious question, is it difficult as a PR man to remember names? Because I can't remember names as a broadcaster, but you're a lot younger. But,
0: is it an easy thing or hard? There's only one name you need to remember. All that's right. Elvis. <laughs> the and, and Pete on Pete Price. From, the exhibition's <laughs> on from when? Uh, the exhibition runs for two years. And uh, we're super excited. And I, and I look forward to come back and maybe chat with you when we close the exhibit. And bring it to Memphis.
1: Kevin Kern, thank you for joining us. Thank you. The best of Pete Price on Radio City 96.7.